Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gridlocked. My name is Tracy Taylor, and this is my podcast. Everything traffic, transportation, and, well, Seattle. Uh, If you didn't already know, I am a traffic reporter for the CBS affiliate in Seattle. You can catch me every weekday morning, 4.30 to 7 a.m. on Cairo 7, and every weekday afternoon with the Tom and Curly Show on 97.3 Cairo FM on the FM dial. All right, we have a lot to dive into, but first off, I know a lot of you have addressed or sent me some sort of message or just kind of reaching out just to see how I'm doing. Well, first off, thank you for your concern. And if you didn't already know, um, I was in a car accident on February 22nd, a couple of years ago. So we're coming up real close onto the two-year anniversary uh, of the car accident that, quite frankly, changed my life. Um, We were at a dead stop. We were live on TV. We were talking about the snow and the ice conditions that were um, along Airport Way, or I should say Airport Road, up in Everett, where when we were stopped at the stoplight, a man came from behind at 35 miles an hour and slammed into the back of our Ford Expedition. Uh, At the time, I hit my head pretty hard, sustained a concussion, uh, kind of underwent a lot of traumatic brain injury protocol, and it turns out I ended up with a concussion. Now I am dealing with the aftermath of that concussion, uh, being treated for post-concussion syndrome as well as chronic migraines, something that I never ever in my life anticipated would ever happen to me. So that's kind of what's going on right now. I have a fantastic neurologist. Uh, I am being treated by him at Overlake, and then I'm also being seen by the University of Washington Headache Clinic. So I've got a lot of doctors working in my favor to try to find ways to kind of relieve the pain and and um, make me feel better. And just to kind of give you an idea of what I'm dealing with, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, Tracy, everybody gets over concussions. Well, when you're older, it's a little bit harder. Um Let me explain to you why. Um, When I hit my head, uh, it was kind of one of those things where, one, it was unexpected, clearly. Um, You don't really ever prepare yourself for a head injury. Um, But I guess, you know, that's why people wear helmets, right? Um, Anyway, uh, after all the tests and whatnot have been done, uh, the doctors at the University of Washington believe that I had a mini stroke upon impact. So, That has now left me with a little bit of, or actually left me with a couple of answers there, but it has also um, kind of raised the flag of what's called Horner's syndrome, and it's something that they're watching for right now, because if you go back and you watch the video of when I was hit at the time, you can see the whole left side of my face droop. Um, So it's very shocking, I guess, and um, very eye-opening on what can happen when you hit your head at a high rate of speed. So again, I'm in really good care and I appreciate everybody's thoughts and concerns about what's going on moving forward. Um, I still don't know, (laughs) but what I do know is that I am being treated for it and I'm learning a lot as we go along. All right, so we have a lot to dive into when it comes to this week's episode of Gridlocked. Let's talk road work for the weekend. You're going to find some uh, road work on I-5 in the downtown corridor. You're going to run into some lane restrictions and uh, that's going to be in the overnight hours on Saturday night. But if you travel on the First Avenue South Bridge, heading northbound uh, overnight on Friday night and overnight Saturday night, all northbound lanes will be closed. There will be a detour in place. Uh, They are doing some work out there. And um, 
I think the best way to try to avoid that closure altogether is consider using I-5 or maybe even using the South Park Bridge if you are going to be traveling out of Burien and White Center. All right. Another thing that, you know, kind of geeks me out a little bit is the Berkeley overpass. You know, this was a long time in the making and not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, DOT crews um, on Friday night, the 28th to 4 a.m. on Monday, the 2nd of March, the old Berkeley Street overpass and all associated I-5 ramps will close while crews connect the old the new overpass to the Madigan Army Medical Center gate. So what does that mean for you? Well, it means that Tillicum residents and businesses are going to need to use the Thorn Lane interchange to access I-5. Again, not this weekend, but next weekend. And then travelers who normally use the Madigan gate, we're going to need to use the alternate great gates like the Lewis Main Gate at 41st Division Drive or the logistics gate off of Murray Road southwest to reach Joint Base Lewis-McChord. All right, we have a couple of other things that I want to dive into. Um, transit changes. Um, something that I'm really super excited about because, you know, when we lost the Alaskan Way Viaduct, it put buses coming out of West Seattle onto the surface streets. It's I know it's kind of weird and you're like, Tracy, this is old news. Actually, it's not. Let me explain why it's not. Because over the summer, not only King County Metro, but riders were talking a lot about the fact that they got stuck behind trains and there was just so much when it came to delays. Well, Seattle DOT has built this bus lane now, and this is on Columbia between 1st and 3rd. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I have posted pictures and I've also um, posted a video. You can find it at mynorthwest.com. You can also find it on cairo7.com and you can also find it on my YouTube page. Uh, just go to youtube.com and search for Tracy Taylor and then it should bring up my traffic page. So what does this mean? Well, starting on Saturday, um, they're going to open up that bus lane, which means it's going to be easier transit moving to and from to Coleman Dock, if you know what I'm getting at here. So it means less traveling through Soto and now back into the downtown corridor, which means less delays again better for drivers and riders. Altogether, it is something that we're going to be watching. Of course, if you need that info, I will um, post up the link for you um, here, or you can find it on my webpage, and that's tracytaylorturner.net. Okay, the other thing that I wanted to dive into is Seattle DOT. Now, when we talk about parking in Seattle, everybody, that's like their biggest gripe. They don't want to go into the city because they don't want to find, they can't find parking. Trust me, this last weekend, we had to drive into the city for a show that we were seeing and ugh, parking. <laughs> well, uh, according to Seattle DOT's latest blog post, paid parking rate changes are coming our way. So Seattle DOT started rolling out a paid parking rate changes based on their 2019 annual paid parking study. 70% of rates are going to be lowered or at least remain the same. But you can expect some changes in those high traffic areas or where it's almost impossible to park. Capitol Hill, South Lake Union, so forth and so on. So according to their blog post, they say 47 areas will have no rate change. Current curb performance is meeting their goals. 27 of the places we're going to have a 50 cent an hour rate increase because street parking in 2019 was extremely full. And then 18 areas are going to have a 50, uh, 50 cent an hour decrease because the street parking in 2019 was underutilized. So we'll see some improvement 
But then we'll also see some drawbacks when it comes to paid parking and street parking in some of our busiest areas. And another thing that we wanted to touch on briefly was um, another thing that really kind of caught my attention um, from Seattle DOT's blog post is in 2019, SDOT added 35 blocks of bike lanes to their center city bike network. Since uh, 2006, the percentage of people who bike to work has increased by 22%, while the number of people driving to work fell 14%. I have a hard time with that one. Just because of all of the changes, we lost the viaduct, nobody wanted to drive in the tunnel. Uh, I don't know, but this is their research. We'll just go with what they say. But for me, I'm seeing a whole lot more cars on the roads these days than I am seeing people on transit or even on a bike for that matter. But that's a lot of the reason why I follow the Seattle Bike Blog. These guys are fantastic. I really enjoy their posts. So it's something that I watch pretty much on the regular. So for the first time, people of all ages and abilities have a safer bike connection all the way from the Chinatown International District to South Lake Union, according to Seattle DOT. Last year, they added protected bike lanes along 8th Ave, Pike Street, 9th Ave, and connected the 2nd Avenue protected bike lanes to Dearborn Street, protected bike lanes along Main Street, 5th Avenue South, King Street, and 7th Ave. So over the next 20 years, uh, it's expected that Seattle is going to add at least 115,000 jobs. And companies like Expedia, Facebook, Amazon, Google, you know the drill, uh, they're encouraging their employees to get to work in an active and a more healthier way. I think every employer that works or that has anything to do with downtown Seattle is encouraging that. That or riding transit. That's why you see a bigger push in, from your employers about getting your ORCA cards and so forth and so on. I know the city of Seattle really encourages that as well to their employees, where some of them take advantage of that, which I suggest doing so too. I believe in the next five years, we're going to see a dramatic improvement when it comes to our transit system. They are working diligently to get things moving and keep them moving in a most efficient way. So it's something that, of course, I am watching very closely. All right, so that does it for this episode of Gridlocked. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did putting it together. Now, if there is something that you have on your mind or something that you want me to look into, reach out to me on my social platforms. That's Tracy T. Traffic on Twitter. You can follow me on Facebook. That's Tracy Taylor Traffic. You can also reach out to me on Instagram. That's Tracy Taylor Turner too, or always reach me on my website at tracytaylorturner.net. Oh, and YouTube as well. Have a great weekend, and we will catch you next week for another episode of Gridlocked.